uh, Minneapolis Park and Recreation Park Board. Good morning. Good morning. How are you all doing today? Unbelievable. Right. Do you have a favorite meatball, by the way? <laughs> you know, I like Swedish meatballs. Oh. Do you? You know, you go to like events and they always have the Swedish meatballs. Those are my go-to. Wow. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> On a stick. Pre-K through 12 and Transition Plus classes are all canceled at the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers and they're on strike. What does that mean to families? Well, that means that there are a lot of little ones that need something to do. And so it's a challenging time, I would imagine, for those who have um, kids right now after an already challenging year. And so the park board is providing some activities to help out. So what are some of those activities, Yvette? So for kids K through 8, um, we are offering programs from 12 to 3 at 10 sites across the park board. Um, and so the young people might enjoy some arts and crafts or a movie, um, maybe some bowling in the gym or some dodgeball. But our rec supervisors and other supportive staff are on deck waiting for young people to arrive and engage in some fun activities to help them through the strike. So, Yvette, this is not just excluding the older students, right? Because they need stuff to do as well. Your high schoolers and uh, your middle school kids, is there are there any activities for them? Well, yes. So, during the strike, we are going to focus on K-8, through but our regular programming, like during the day from 3 to 9, will resume. So, if you are going to open gyms, in high school, then you could come over at 3 o'clock and join in the fun. Sounds good. We're talking with Yvette Griffia Gray. She's the North Service Area Manager for Minneapolis Park and Recreation Board. I've been following this fairly closely, and uh, some of the support services from around the community with different community centers have really filled up quickly uh, with resources for children during the day. How can families access the resources that the Park Board has? Well, if you want to participate, you can sign up online or you can visit a hub site that is offering the activities and register in person. Um, if you'd like, I could share the list of the hub sites that are in the city. Sure. Um, but yeah, so they're at Farview here on the north side, Farview Park and North Commons Park. And I can tell you for sure there is still space available. Some of the other parks are already full. But uh, Northeast Park, Luxton, East Phillips, Longfellow, Nokomis, and Sibley Park are all hub sites offering programs from 12 to 3, Monday through Friday. So, Yvette, how did day one of the program go? Yeah, so day one, I visited the Northside Parks, and it was pretty smooth. As I said, we were not full, so there were a few kids that came in and, as I mentioned, enjoyed some arts and crafts and had a snack hung out for a little bit and parents were able to pick them up at three o'clock so it went fairly smooth we also had some partners that came over to help support in the program so i think day one went fairly well i'm hoping to see more young people today at least on the north side parks wow how many students in all can you accommodate with the uh, nearly dozen different sites across the metro so altogether roughly 450 young people wow Wow. Now, what about food for these students? So we are offering snacks, and I know that Farview Park got a large donation of food yesterday, things that kids like, and, you know, the noodle bowls that you just pop in the microwave. They received a bunch of those to kind of help to support 
of food needs during this time as well. Yvette, if I were to walk into Farview, uh, me, Freddie Bell, go just go in, can I pick up one of the uh, juice boxes for myself? <laughs> no, you know, probably not. If you came around <laughs> three o'clock, we might give you a glass of water or something, but I'm, I'm sorry. You know, unless, you know, unless you wanted to volunteer, Freddie, you know, then we may be able to give you a juice box. There you go. Right. <laughs> Let me think about this. Just going in getting juice boxes Volunteer for the children. Juice box. <laughs> He's down. Hmm. I'll have to give that some really study consideration. <laughs> you have a final thought for our Twin Cities audience this morning who may be looking for these resources that you can off- you're offering through the Park Board? Um, I would just say, you know, we have some really phenomenal rec staff who... This is what they do, right? We used to call ourselves the fun experts. And so we recognize <laughs> we recognize that this is a challenging time for families, and we certainly want to do everything that we can to support. And so if there is space available, we encourage you to stop by one of your neighborhood parks, get signed up. And even if you just need a break during the day, the 12 to 3 time, it might be a good time for you to drop off your little one or grocery shopping or make a target run or something. But... We're definitely here to help at Minneapolis Park and Rec. You know, there are folks who are trying to figure out now how to access this information and how they can reach out to you. Do they need reservations? Do they need to let, do they need to let you know that they're coming? Or how does this work? Yep, if they would like to call their park or they can go online at MinneapolisParks.org, they can sign up for out-of-school activities at their preferred park. And they'll be able to see if it's full or if there's still space available. And they can certainly, if they don't have access to online, they can call the park or simply visit the park and someone will be there to help them. All right, good stuff. Well, thank you so much, Yvette, for everything you're doing with Minneapolis Park and Recreation Board and supporting the students and families uh, during the strike. Uh, and so, yeah, we appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. You're most welcome. Thanks for all you do. Yeah, I'm still trying to.